we bring on our good, good buddy, Matt Wyrick here from NBC Sports Washington. He joins us on the Roman guest line. Matt, we're uh, pretty early in the game here. Leadoff single for Jose Altuve. Who wins the night, the Braves or the Astros? Are we going to have a game seven? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I feel good about the Astros going into this one. I, I thought they were the better team coming into the series. And now the Braves are forced to pitch Max Fried here, a guy who's given up 11 runs in his last two postseason starts. Uh, he'll be looking to kind of get back to form, whereas Luis Garcia has been a, a pretty good pitcher throughout the postseason. Uh, maybe not dominant in this series so far, but in that first inning, he looked as good as ever. So uh, I, I think I'm swinging the, the Astros way and we're going to a game seven. Matt, are you a betting man? Yeah, you know, I dabble. You dabble. You dabble. I've heard I've heard things. I've heard stories about your dabbling. The, the total <laughs> in this game was nine. Now, if you dabble or not, so far, of course, we're through one inning, so it might be a little easier, or almost through one inning, a little easier to make a call here. But what would you lean on the total, under or over nine runs tonight? I feel the overall total probably under, just because between these two pitchers, I think one of them is going to go deep into this game, and he's going to pitch well. Both teams have really had to tap into their bullpens, and they're going to be leaning on these starters extra hard uh, to carry them through this game just because of how taxed their relief cores are. So I feel like one of the two pitchers uh, is going to go deep, and, and, and that'll keep that run total down. Um, but I would say, you know, the, the Astros over under was four and a half. I was just looking, and, you know, I feel like the over there was, is probably the money play considering free to recent history, just this, this lineup overall. Uh, you know, I, I feel like the Astros could definitely hit that number while keeping the Braves to a relatively small one. Matt, when we did our podcast today, I said, you know, if I'm on the Astros to win the uh, World Series, but if the uh, Braves do not, and we got to play here at first, and I actually don't know what's going what down. What the heck? Freed got his ankle stepped oh over Oh, my there. God. But I, I just missed that. But they called him safe. Brutal. We're looking at clo- we keep looking at this close up over and over again. You know, in the NFL, where something egregious happens and they stop showing it. Oh, not in the World Series, baby. We're gonna give it to in <laughs> 4K, 8K. We're gonna slow it down and speed it up. Well, they're gonna need him in. I mean, you know, you're ready without Charlie Morton. Not so that's great. actually what I, what I was gonna ask you. You know, let's say that the Astros they have two on here, no outs, and uh, looks like Max is gonna stay in this game. How are the starting pitchers going to stack up for game seven? Like, is it going to be a bullpen game almost for Atlanta because you don't have Morton um, and you're going with Max tonight? You know, what do you think they do if it does go to game seven? Because I feel like that favors Houston. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If they have to go bullpen game, I think they'll go Ian Anderson, uh, who was fantastic in his first start, tried to to go for a no-no, but obviously uh, the Braves pulled him uh, in the bullpen and ultimately gave up the no-hitter, but still secured the win in that game. And it'll be Jose Arquiti. Uh, for the Astros, presumably, uh, a guy who is a bit of an unsung hero but has pitched well yeah. in this postseason and maybe the best pitcher so far in the World Series for the Astros in general. So uh, I think both teams would feel pretty good uh, about the starting pitching that they would send out there. Uh, I would lean probably toward the Braves in that instance just because Anderson has been so good. Um, but Urquidy is definitely not a pitcher to be slept on, so it probably could go either way. Uh, Matt, uh, one thing I don't understand is why the Braves didn't just challenge that. Like, I, I'm a bit confused here. Like, we thought, we've thought we seen it enough times where I thought it weren't a challenge, but nevertheless, no challenge there as Correa's at the mound. Um, I, I asked this to our Odyssey MLB insider, Cody Decker, um, last hour of the show. What is one thing that you'll remember, or maybe a few things that you'll remember the most from the MLB season this year? Ooh, the whole season overall, I'd have to say Shohei Otani's emergence would be the number one thing for me. Just, you know, somebody who 
really defied everything we knew to be true about playing Major League Baseball. All we ever hear about, you know, is how hard it is, you know, how much work that goes into to being a hitter or being a pitcher. You know, there's no way somebody could do both. And here's this guy going out there and not just doing both, but being really, really good at both. You know, he's going to get Cy Young votes. He's, he's probably going to win MVP. Uh, and he absolutely deserves it because he was just a marvel to watch. Um, but I think, you know, away from that, uh, the storyline of the Giants, uh, just is be, being able to to defy the odds, win the division. You know, the the Dodgers had won it. I believe it was seven straight years. I know Cameron will know that stat off the top of his head. But <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the the Giants finally come in. They've got this this old team, this core that's been counted out, uh, and here they are being doubted again and again. And, and they just barely squeak out the NOS division title uh, with a roster of guys who you know a lot of people believe to be done. I think that's pretty special. And even though it didn't culminate. Uh, in a World Series, I think that's something that I'll remember from the, the regular season. Matt, it looks like uh, Major League Baseball almost certain to have their first work stoppage in 26 years, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But we're a betting show over under the next time baseball's played after the World Series, March 31st. Like, will baseball, will opening day start on time, in your opinion? I'm going to go ahead and say that opening day starts on time. I'll Hello. take the under. Uh, I do think that Sounds it's like going to be a very long baseball. It's going to be a drawn out process. Yeah, well, you know, after the whole COVID situation, hey, learned what it was like. Somebody that covers the sport still loves it. I will say that, though, man. <laughs> so I do appreciate that, man. Some of these guys, man, the old timers, they're just angry about everything. So at least you want the sport to be played. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. No, you're fine. Hey, I'm still young yet. So plenty of time for it to sour on me. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on both sides to, to get a good deal done. You know, the players' union is coming into this kind of ticked off because they feel like they were kind of screwed over in the last negotiation. So this time they're going to play hardball. They're coming at it with a much more disciplined approach and uh, in, in planning to, you know, have a much longer list of things that they want to be handled uh, on their behalf. So uh, it's, it's going to be long and drawn out. It's going to be ugly. It's going to dominate most of the offseason. And, you know, I mentioned on the last show, I think it's going to impact free agency as well. You know, with teams not knowing how much they have to spend or how much they can spend, uh, that's definitely going to impact things. So, uh, it's not going to be, you know, uh, the NFL's process where we have it all figured out a month in the off season. It's not going to be the NBA where everything is roses. You know, this is something that it's going to take some time. We're going to probably get some leaks that neither side really wants to get out. And, uh, you know, we're all just going to have to hold our breaths and hope for the best. But I, I do think that the season will start on time. That's, I guess, a little bit of optimism. But, you know, overall, I, I do think that the pressure to finish everything up before the season begins will be too great. Matt, I'm going to give you an opportunity to make one of the beautiful clips that our social media people put out every single day after our show. And this is what I'm going to present to you. I need a hot take from, for you, from you, for this upcoming MLB season. A trade, a, a power shift, anything. What, what is one thing that you, that you feel might be a hot take that's going to happen with this league next year? Maybe it's Max Scherzer coming back to D.C. I don't know. A lot of whispers have come around and have been floating around about Scherzer coming back to D.C., primarily for me, okay, because it's not going to happen. But anything that you feel like, man, this might be something people are sleeping on, uh, watch out for this next season. Yeah, you know, I think that um, uh, Max Scherzer coming back to D.C., it, there's a lot, of, a lot of talk among D.C. fans wanting it to happen. Uh, I just don't think it makes a lot of sense for the team no. just because he's going to be so expensive. And the Nationals are looking at a season, maybe where they're not going to be terrible, uh, but they're probably not going to be World Series contenders. Uh, and, you know, 
paying for Max Scherzer in his age 38 season is a win-now move, and the Nationals just aren't in a position to make that win-now move. So unfortunately for the Nationals, I don't think that's going to happen. However, I do think that the Angels are going to go out and get one of the top starters available, whether that be Clayton Kershaw, whether that be Max Scherzer, uh, whether that be Robbie Ray, uh, or Marcus Stroman. I think Stroman makes a lot of sense for the Angels. Uh, being a team that has tied up a lot of payroll uh, into their offense only to see the team's pitching staff crumble every year. They need a frontline starter if they're going to contend while Otani is still around in his prime, while Trout is healthy and in his prime. You know, now is the time for them to win. I think they're going to go out and be aggressive in free agency and nab one of those top starters. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I just got done talking about the Angels, how I play them every single year, man, uh, to win the division. And they always let me down, and they're never healthy. So hopefully they could add some pitching. Uh, right now, Matt, Jorge Soler is the favorite to win World Series MVP. Let's say Atlanta wraps this up tonight. They do get out of that jam, by the way, and uh, Houston Strands runners in scoring position, second and third. Let's say Atlanta wins it. Who would be your World Series MVP if it ends tonight for Atlanta? I know obviously anything could happen tonight, and that could change your opinion if Freed goes out there and throws a complete gem. Um, But uh, right now, if you had to make a bet. Yeah, you know, with the the home runs Solaris hit, they've been so impactful. I think it makes a lot of sense to name him the MVP. You know, he gets the the go-ahead home run uh, in Game 5, and of course he had the leadoff home run in Game 1 of the World Series to kind of set the tone. In that game, you know, you look at the biggest hits throughout this, this, this postseason series. Those are really the two big ones other than Marwin Gonzalez putting the Astros ahead uh, in game five. Or sorry, it was game four that Soler had the home run. So yeah. I would probably go with Soler, even though Austin Riley's numbers and Travis Darno's numbers are a little bit better overall. Just where they are getting those hits. You know, this is a postseason series. It's not, you know, a, a regular season MVP. I think when you have these hits matters. Uh, so I would go with Soler. All righty, Matt. Thanks for joining us, big dog. It's always a time. There's, there's a moment right here for you to jump on the right side of this thing and hedge off the Astros and go with the Braves. But uh, hey, don't say I didn't warn you. You're a friend of mine, of course, one of my closest friends. I tried to tell you that tonight's the night that Freed lets the world know that he is not to be F with. Yeah. I'm holding I'm holding off, man. I'm holding off. You know, got to gotta, – can't can't give in on my picks, you know. Even if I go all the way to the bitter end, it's got to be, you know, can't let go. The stones right there with runners in scoring position after what just happened to his yes, ankle or sir. his foot or whatever the hell. He's I got to look at that again. And then, he, and then he gets the strikeout. I'm a little nervous about my Astros bet. Matt, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the rest of the game, okay? Thanks, big dog. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Matt Wyrick, he joins us on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.